Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This week's episode of the Fangirls Podcast is sponsored by Tax Pros, dedicated to providing a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more at taxpros.com. That's taxprose.com. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today we are talking all things Queen Charlotte. That's right, folks, the Bridgerton spinoff that has just captured our hearts. I'm excited. I love this show, and I can't wait to talk to our special correspondent, Miss China, all about it. Welcome back, friends. Hello, hello. I specifically remember seeing this trailer and then immediately DMing you and saying, hey, you up for it? And you're like, absolutely. I burn for you all day, every day. Come on. I burn for you is such like my favorite line. <laughs> I want, I, it's just it's so passionate. Like the writing is so good and it was equally as good in, in Queen Charlotte. And while I was slightly bummed that there weren't eight to nine episodes. I understand it. I remember being on episode four and you're like, oh, you're almost done. And I was like, yeah, I got four more episodes. You're like, no, you got two. So I, <laughs> I'm like, what? But we're, why? <laughs> and I didn't even look ahead to find out. I was like, oh, I was just conditioned to think it's Netflix. It should be nine episodes. It's a Bridgerton-esque series. It should be eight or nine episodes. And then, you know, it life happens. It's fine. Yeah, but... I remember the little the little button on Netflix in the bottom. It's like continue watching, and it says like how many episodes are left. And I was like, that's rude. <laughs> Excuse me, I- I'm not ready for this to be done yet. What got you hyped about the trailer? The casting of it, okay, was so spot on, and that's where I was like, I love a good casting, right? I love when like you know the younger version looks like the older version, the couple looks like they actually could be a couple, and like the mother daughter connection. Like I love good casting. It was perfection. And the trailer, I'm just like, is this their child? Because really, though, how is this that perfect? It looked stunning. And I already love the characters from Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. So to pull it back and give me the backstory, I was already in. I was already committed. Well, typically around this time, springtime, I'm now conditioned just to expect another season of Bridgerton. And... I was like, okay, no Bridgerton, but Queen Charlotte. So will it live up to my expectations? Did it feed the need? You know, right. <laughs> Going through the Bridgerton series, Benedict's story is my favorite. And oh, okay. So like from the books? Yeah, from the books. And okay. so right when I finished Benedict's story, I was ready for, you know, any BTS of season three of Benedict's story, only for them to announce that it was going to be Penelope and Colin's season. And I was like, man, I went and did the research and here we are. And then that research is still null and void because I hadn't read the Queen Charlotte story yet. So right. I was like, I'm in, sign me up. I'm not going to be disappointed. Like, and again, the casting, like you said, was spot on. And this is loosely based around Queen Charlotte and King George III's story. Right, like true story. True story and loosely based. But so there was some historical fiction to it that I was like, oh, you have my attention. I'm in it. Right. I love the I love the disclaimer in the beginning of the show where (laughs) at the end they're like, you know, we just little little things here or there are are more up to our discretion. Yeah. Throw a little little drama in there. 
Well, speaking of casting, I've got some casting for you. As young Queen Charlotte, we have India Amartifo. As young King George, we have Corey Milchrist. As young Lady Danbury, we have Arsima Thomas. As young Brimsley, we have Sam Clement. As Reynolds, we have Freddie Dennis. As Princess Augusta, we have Michelle Fairley. And we, you know, returning from Bridgerton, we have present-day Lady Danbury, Adua Ando, as present-day Lady Violet Bridgerton. We have Ruth Gamel. And as the one and only present-day Queen Charlotte, we have Golda Rochevel. Great cast. Well, I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? Oh, absolutely. It's Bridgerton era. <laughs> yeah, it's Bridgerton tea. <laughs> it's a beautiful tea party. There we go. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched the Netflix hit Queen Charlotte, we are about to spoil it for you. All right. There are a lot of couples on this show that I wasn't expecting. Oh, so many couples. Who are we shipping this season? Man, my heart loved them and broke for them at the same time. And this is gonna be the this is gonna be the off one. Okay. But Brimsley and Reynolds. Thank you. Oh my God. I wanted them to work out so hard. The just the back and forth of like they had to be loyal to their own people, but also maybe they could be together because their king and queens are together. But then the dance scene where it fades into Reynolds no longer being there. We don't know why though. We don't know why. We don't know why. And then the the line where Queen Charlotte's like, Did you ever marry? And he was like, basically like who who could I marry? I have to be here. Right. Okay. So like he had to give up everything. So I'm like, okay, where's the storyline? Because where's Reynolds? What happened? Mm-hmm. Did he have to go? Whatever. Because he was the king's man. King George is still technically alive. So like where is he? And don't make me cry harder. <laughs> here we are. Right. Did he have to marry or did he pass? What yeah. I don't know, but like, I was so sad. And, and again, not knowing what to expect this season, we just go with the mindset that it's a Bridgerton prequel spinoff. Right. There were tons of plot twists. Oh yeah. What was the biggest plot twist for you? Mine was the, the flip episode, but we're following Charlotte, right? We're following Mm -hmm. Charlotte through the entire process, all this stuff or whatever. She has no idea why he's not around her or being with her or like, and why he wants to be in his observatory and then the flip episode where you find out everything that he had to do in order to like try to be okay for her i'm like this man is trying to move he- literally move heaven and earth to be with this be okay to be with this woman and we still didn't know okay. why at that point yeah exactly exactly yeah that was hard what was yours i would have to say it was when we found out about lady danbury with violet's dad oh yo yeah. dude <laughs> that I was like, oh, this is an interesting friendship. But then I was like, oh, this is an interesting friendship, friendship, <laughs> friendship. Okay. Here's my thought on it. When Violet's trying to try to be like, I know, but like, tell me. But like, right. do I know? Is it right? I'm like, girl, you don't, you don't need to know. I don't want to know. You don't want to know. No. Just, if that I was my dad. Left, absolutely not. <laughs> hard pass. Hard pass yeah. in the history of hard passes. No, thank you. Ignorance is bliss on that one. You can take that one to the grave. I will be a-okay with that one. Absolutely. You want to lie to my, lie to my face. Please lie to my face so I can mm-hmm. pretend like that's the truth because I know, but like, I don't need to know now. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not okay. But yeah, that was shocking for sure. Yeah, but I was also rooting for them too. I was like, 
Oh, but Lady Danbury never gets remarried. That's why she's still Lady Danbury. Dang it. This doesn't work out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and that was the other part where I was kind of like, even about Queen Charlotte's brother. Oh, okay. That could work. But then I was like, wait, she's not a different name in the in Bridgerton. This obviously doesn't work. The misogyny was real. And they highlight it for this reason to A, get under your skin, but also to emphasize how much this is a female story and to see her turn down Queen Charlotte's brother. The lines she spoke, look, Chandra, Chandra be writing some things, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've been breathing someone else's air for my entire life. When she was like, my favorite color was told to be his favorite color because I was promised to him since I was three. My favorite food is supposed to be his favorite food. She was like, I'm going to do my own thing. And that's, that's what it's going to be. It was the most satisfying scene in the whole, Mm -hmm. whole show for me. Absolutely. Okay. So like we mentioned earlier, this story, this show loosely based off of the actual Queen Charlotte and King George III. So what they did emphasize was King George III's health issues, more or less. And I don't know about you, but I was definitely scratching my head trying to play WebMD. I'm like, what does he have? What is going on here? Okay, so it's not it's not Parkinson's. It's not bipolar. What is it? Like, what sort of, is it multiple personality disorder? What is going on here? What were your thoughts? So I definitely Googled because <laughs> okay. I sat there like, I'm so confused. And um, I was reading a couple articles and there was one that I think PBS had put out and they were talking about, this these researchers who kind of like went through all of king george's medical files and everything and obviously like during that time period a lot of stuff was not as medically defined as it is now right but what they're saying is most likely what they think that he had is morphia morphia and it kind of has all of this that you kind of see in in the show you know weakness of muscles cramping sensitive delight like anxiety mental confusion like stuff like that kind of all falls into that and it's kind of what they were saying they're like all of this stuff is mentioned in all these different records whether or not they had a name for it back then or not i came across a tiktok that okay called it perforia yeah perforia. Acute, yeah. yeah acute intermittent perforia which is an enzyme deficiency disorder and on the show they showed the mental aspect of of the disease and a little bit right. of the physical with the handshaking and, and whatnot in this TikTok, they highlight like in his medical records, like they noticed that, or they kept mentioning like a rash on his hands, the nausea, the vomiting. So it's very much physical symptoms on top of mental symptoms. And yeah. that was wild to me. Cause I was like, Oh, I thought they did a great job in the show, like highlighting. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like they made me wonder what is going on? Like, why don't I know what he has right now? Right. I wish head. there was like a wish there was a statistic of like how much that Google search popped off after <laughs> <Right>. the show <laughs> the show came out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where's the Google statistics of like how people researched <laughs> King George's <laughs> diseases or right everything? It came symptoms. up instantly too after I after I watched the show. What caught you in your feels? Because I know I had my emotional moments, but uh, there were there were some scenes where I was just like. Dude, get it together. Go with, go be with your wife. She is waiting for you. Don't waste her time. No way. And then you have the audacity to to yeah. just show up and with a puppy. And Ugh. like the <laughs> the puppy was such a weird choice. It happened. I was like, this is a weird choice. But then like when they did the flip episode, I was like, 
I mean, I guess still a weird choice, but like, I guess I don't know. Okay, what caught me in my feels? Um, outside the Brimsley and Reynolds thing, which I will ship forever. What also like really got me was so season one. Bridgerton was like, I burn for you. I'm I'm craving you, but I can't right. And then right. season two was like, you are like the bane of my existence, but the object of my desire. And it's yes. like, oh, like I want you, but I can't have you. Right. Uh-huh. This one was like, oh, I don't play about my man. So you better just fix this. He's going to come with me now and we're going to do this and I'm going to be his everything. And it's like that line where she's like, I will tell you what is right. I will tell you where the heavens and earth, I will stand with you in there. I'm like, girl, <gasps> okay. And then like when he flips it, and kind of like during the birthing scene where they're like, oh, no, you stay out here. And he was like, no, if you want to keep your job, right. I'm going in there. So stand aside. And I'm like, yes, I love like the, the couple's going to fight for each other. Yeah. I love that. She had a ton of kids, ton of kids. I mean, I mean, they were just all over the place. Right. They were. And I get it. They I were... would be over, all over the place too with King George. Like, I get it. Oh, my I God. That's that scene mm. in the dining in the dining room yep we're like <laughs> the servants are like um be professional be professional be professional okay we gotta go we gotta get yep, gotta go <laughs> gotta go gotta go right now <laughs> like they held like prop, props to them because they were holding it together for so long before it was like oh they real serious okay we gotta get <laughs> i do not blame them all the different bath scenes like i've never wanted a bath harder than after i watched this series <laughs> I Here second that motion. Yep. Or mm. even the scenes, quote unquote, present day scenes right. with Violet and Lady Danbury, like, where she's like talking about how she's now in bloom. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like we're having those emotional moments of being like, I loved my husband. I love, I still love him. We had a great love, but also is it time to move on? In, in that whole conflict she has, it's so sad to watch because mm-hmm. the struggle of that, it's, I mean, it's facts. Like at what point are you no longer grieving and you can move on are you ever gonna be okay are you ever gonna have that again what got you the scene that caught me in my feels was both scenes with queen charlotte and king george under the bed like with how she just connected with him Mm -hmm. again wasn't expecting it but i was just oh she knows how to connect with him as young as young queen charlotte only to remember this moment and and know that you can connect with him again in the same spot same place it's farmer george and yeah. he refers to her as his Venus. And I'm like, oh, oh, take me now. Mm. Yeah. I'm not okay. But on that same notion of like George being the way he is and her connecting with him, like that scene where like she's like getting undressed or getting dressed or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. he was there and she's talking about all the different things they can do. And he was like, she's like, you can do anything. And he's like, I think with you, I can. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, oh, man. Right. And, <laughs> He also acknowledged the history that they were making together, going out that night to Lady Danbury's house and just saying, like, you don't know how good this is for society just yet. And for him, I was like, okay, he's in the right state of mind. He understands the importance of the movement that they just did together. And then followed by that line, I was like, oh, right in the feels. He understood. He totally understood the importance of that moment in history. The writing was incredible this season. Props need to go to those who wrote the show for sure. All right. Did you catch Queen Charlotte Easter eggs? The one that I loved the most was Violet playing with her two grandchildren. Okay. 
because technically in our in the version that we know she only has the one right so i'm like okay so like where's the second child like whose baby is this yes here tell me all the things and then my favorite one like from the cast right that are just little fun facts of the of the like the bts fun facts was like queen charlotte was low-key in uggs the entire time (laughs) (laughs) i was like i don't blame you you have to wear this gigantic gown and your hair all up and everything and all the craziness of course you're gonna wear some uggs like catch me in nikes all the time like i would not i would not i would do the exact same thing i love it also the one like storyline one that i love is lady danbury hosting the first event of the of the season in Bridgerton, she does also still host the first events of the season. I'm like, way to make a tradition last decades. Right. I love that for you. There is a Bridgerton crossover Easter egg that I oh. came across on, I don't remember if it was TikTok or Instagram, but basically in season two of Bridgerton, Eloise is introduced to the queen and the queen asks her, oh, how do you like the ball? And she responds, well, it's really diamondy. She's like, emeralds are my cup of tea. Queen Charlotte, A, wasn't expecting that answer. And Eloise like, said things to herself, like, did I just defend the queen? Oh, dear God. Like, this is the diamond ball. Like, oh, did I just cross the line? And that's when Queen Charlotte says, you know what? I, too, love emeralds myself. Yeah. And this, there's a scene in Queen Charlotte when she's under the bed with George as young Queen Charlotte, where she's wearing a necklace that's all emeralds and i i didn't see it but the tiktok highlighted i was like oh there it is there it is it's so good oh man of course your favorite necklace will be the one that you wear when you're with george yeah oh my heart right in the feels man are we thinking there would be a season two i i think so i want to and here's and here's why is i i think there's more to the connection Okay. of the different characters right so like one of the things i also loved in, in in queen charlotte was the ladies little groups that they have mm-hmm. like the queen lady Danbury, and violet bridgerton yeah i love the three of them together and how they all counsel each other and how that and i think that connection i want more like right. i want to know how they all come together because in my mind i didn't i guess in bridgerton i didn't think about the age difference right between between the queen and Lady Danbury and then Violet. And so you saw it in the in Queen Charlotte because she's like a teenager. She hasn't right. even came out yet. So that's very, very different span. So mm-hmm. that would be cool to see if there is a second season I will be watched. I like, I already know. And now it is time for the spotlight of the week. Tax Pros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients with a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With three locations in Southern California, TaxPros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros, taxprose.com. We here at the FanGirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Netflix, Bridgerton, anything Queen Charlotte related that we spoke about today. Shonda Rhimes, or her production company, Shonda Land. We're just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.